Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The bills come due. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere on the doorstep as we hang in the cantaloupe corner, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and breathtakingly powerful Microphones of FSR emanating live from the song as we sing 
for our supper. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our headline from the postseason, we continue to trim away the fat from the NFL playoffs and our lead going to Western New York. We will not be talking about Western New York anymore because they didn't win. But the Bills, I was told by the pundits, riding all the momentum, the Bills on our burner. Big headlines. Oh, here we go, Buffalo. Hosting the Chiefs with a spot in the AFC title game on the line. Were you watching? This was the final game. This was it, the final game of the weekend. Did you check it out? Were you watching? What else were you doing? Living your life? Bad job by you. How dare you not actually watch every second of the NFL? Uh, anyway, we watched, so you would not have to, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes throwing a pair of touchdowns. He connected with Travis Kelsey. I'm told Travis Kelsey's famous because of who he's sleeping with. Uh, and a pair of touchdown passes connected between those two. So Kansas City advances to their sixth consecutive. AFC title game, the reigning champions of pro football. They win 27 to 24 as Isaiah Pacheco scoring the go ahead touchdown with four minutes and some change on the clock there for a, a 40, a four yard run, 40 seconds into the fourth quarter. And then the Chiefs able to maintain the lead as Buffalo did not score. The Chiefs clinching the win. They ran out the clock after. Tyler Bass fell on his ass. Uh, at the very end there, a, a field goal, 44-yard field goal attempt, an opportunity to tie the game with 143 to go. And, uh, yeah, wide right, wide right for Tyler Bass. And turn at the last. The party's over. See you later, Buffalo, you losers. <laughs> You're out of the playoffs. Just like that, the Chiefs get the victory. The reigning champions will move on to Baltimore. And they have a play date with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, the number one seed. The winner heads to Viva Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58. The better story, though, is in the losing locker room on this Chiefs game where they are victorious. So we'll start with Buffalo. Now, Josh Allen made a big deal after the game when asked about the ending here. The field goal would have just tied the game. It would not have won the game. But Josh Allen said of the missed kick, he said, quote, one play doesn't define a game or a season. Close quote was the commentary from the Bills quarterback. So let's discuss that quote. I think that's an interesting quote, so let's discuss. What do you say? So the question, does Josh Allen have a point when he says that one play does not define a game or a season? So I've got cutlery, cardio, and textbook. We'll combine all of these things together, and we're going to make some confetti. Now, the team that wins the championship gets confetti, which means the Bills will not be getting confetti. They will not. Uh, But as far as the Komodo dragon in the room, Josh Allen trying to soften the blow 
from his idiot kicker missing a 44-yard field goal. Uh, so Josh Allen, we'll start with this, right? He, he, I know he's trying to be a good teammate and all that, and we get it. That's the proper football decorum. And the uh, sports scribes will say, well, he's a leader. That's what I want from my quarterback. Okay, fine. Uh, that's great, wonderful, bravo. You get the nice story on the blog about how uh, wonderful a teammate you are and all that. Now, that said, in terms of reality, I live in Realityville. I don't live in that world. I live in Realityville. And in Realityville, maybe you should visit my neighbor. Maybe you live in Realityville as well. But in Realityville, what Josh Allen said, his point was cutlery. As in the plastic kind of cutlery, a dull butter knife. That's what that was. That quote, that was a dull butter knife. It was not based in reality. Again, I'm in reality. I'm the mayor of reality. That was not reality. All right? It's a high-stakes game of poker, and we all know that one of the reasons we like football is that one play absolutely can and often will define your season. That's the way it goes. It doesn't have to be in the Super Bowl. Most people say, well, it's always it's only the Super Bowl. It's Russell Wilson throwing an interception at the goal line for Seattle. Uh, it's Scott Norwood wide right. But let's not forget, one of the greatest endings of a game in my lifetime was on a snowy day in Foxborough in the divisional round when the New England Patriots took down the Raiders, the infamous talk rule, and to this day, I got friends of mine that are Raider fans that have not forgiven, have not let it go, what happened in that game. But that was a divisional round game, and New England then had to play Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship game before eventually getting to the Super Bowl uh, that particular year. Uh, so you've got that. Now, page two here. Is it true that Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen should be thanking Tyler Bass should be thanking him for missing that field goal. The answer is actually yes. All right, so let me let me facilitate my take on this. Okay, the, the Buffalo Bills dominated, absolutely dominated the stat sheet, controlled the game. We've seen the script before. What happens when your kicker misses a a key kick? Here, it's like an old episode remastered with a new ending here for the Buffalo Bills and the Scott Norwood game, which we already mentioned. Everyone brings up the same thing here. If you're old, you know that game. But an AFC divisional game at home, you're clearly outplaying the Chiefs in every statistical measurement, and yet you need your kicker just to tie the game in the fourth quarter? That is an indictment of Josh Allen. It is. Should not have ever come down to that. It should not have. Right? I mean, that's a direct line from Josh Allen to not good enough would be the line. Right? That's like there's a direct line. Josh Allen, not good enough. Not good enough on this particular day. Right? I mean, that's the reality. And Kansas City's defense, the first half of this game, I was texting some friends of mine. We were going back and forth, and it's like, well, Kansas City getting blown off the ball. Now, I had on the if you watch the TV show, I had the Chiefs, because they were the healthier team. I like to bet on the healthier team. They have the better quarterback. Mahomes obviously better than Josh Allen. Anybody knows football knows that. So you got the better quarterback. You've got the better, healthier team. I mean, not the better team, but you got the healthier team. And so you got all that on your side. 
But yet Buffalo is literally blowing the Chiefs off the line of scrimmage to begin the game, running it down their throats. And in Buffalo, they don't build up the big lead. They don't have a massive lead in this game. And they had no downhill passing, no downfield passing. It was all it was all uphill. It was all work. The Bills offense, what they were essentially doing, the passing game for the Bills offense, it was like doing cardio training, the sideways shuffle. They were doing the sideways shuffle is what they, they were doing in Buffalo. Nothing worked downfield. Josh Allen averaged a suckville 4.8 yards per pass attempt. Of course, it's hard to get passes to go down the field when you're throwing at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. You're sideways passing it, not the vertical passing attack, sideways passing attack. And in the second half of the game, it was even worse. Using Maller Math, Josh Allen, in the second half of that game, a home game uh, against the Chiefs, he averaged less than four yards per pass, 3.7 yards per pass for Josh Allen. So Allen got outplayed by Mahomes. Mahomes didn't have as many attempts, but he was much more efficient with that second-rate wide receiver core that we've talked about all year because they're not very good in Kansas City. And yet, here we are, and Mahomes able to outplay Josh Allen in terms of efficiency and whatnot. So my theory is this. I'll get right to get to the point, please. My theory is simple, that Josh Allen was overcompensating because of people like me that point out he's a stumble bum and he's a mistake-prone quarterback. And so rather than make some throws down the field that were risky, that could be intercepted, the Bills' passing attack was sideways. Well, he didn't throw an interception, Josh Allen, in the game. He did have a fumble that was recovered, fortunately, by Buffalo in this game. But the Bills attack, because they know the kryptonite of Josh Allen is the the interception. So they made sure he would not be in a position to throw an interception. He didn't have an interception. But they did not have the big play attack in the passing game. There was also a Stephon Diggs. There was a couple of attempts downfield. Stephon Diggs, uh, they should get rid of him because he dropped it. (laughs) And it was right in his hands, and he dropped it right in his breadbasket. And he screwed that up. So, again, Tyler Bass, people point out the kicker, but Josh Allen should thank him because that's the guy that everyone's been talking about all week, the idiot kicker, and they'll overlook, overlook Josh Allen and his shortcomings. All right, last word here. So what does this win say about Andy Reid, Big Red, Patrick Mahomey, and the Chiefs as they are on to Baltimore and the AFC Championship game. So it, a refresher course. This is a refresher course. It is a reminder. And as we pointed this out on Benny versus the Penny a couple weeks ago. It was like, uh, don't sleep on on the Bills, or on the Chiefs, rather, as they entered the playoffs against the Dolphins. We, we mentioned that. But uh, persistence does pay off here. Persistence does pay off. doesn't guarantee the Chiefs are going to beat the Ravens next week. But Kansas City. Still the same plotting team. They did not improve the roster in any major way when they had the opportunity. This is a lesser team than the Kansas City team that won the Super Bowl last year. Yet, they've been in the right place at the right time. They played a Dolphin team that was battle-scarred with a bunch of guys out on defense. Won that game on a freezing night at Arrowhead. This game, they had the healthier team. They were able to pull it out. But Mahomes and that offense, pretty efficient here. So this was a textbook Example 
for those that are like, oh, the Chiefs, they're not, they're no good, blah, 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 blah. Stick to itness for the Chiefs as Buffalo. The numbers were mind-blowing about how much better they were if you look at the stats. Kansas City only converted one-third down the entire day on Sunday. They were one of five on third down. The Chiefs only ran 43 legitimate offensive plays other than those kneel downs, one before halftime, three at the end of the game. Buffalo ran 78 games. They had the ball for 37 minutes. Possession is supposed to be nine-tenths of victory. It was not for the Bills. It was not for the Buffalo Bills. They were better in the red zone. They were better on third down, but in the end, they were not good enough. It's Kansas City. Did not win the stats, but they won the game, and they finished the game with more grit. And Buffalo's idiot kicker, but the Bills not taking chances down the field. That came back to bite them in the end. The Bills self-destructing, not able to score in the fourth quarter of that game. Last three possessions for the Bills. They had a fake punt turnover on downs as a result because DeMar Hamlin did not make the line to gain. The next possession was a traditional punt. And then the final possession for the Bills turned out to be that missed field goal. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening a Jim dandy kind of a move welcome in the beginning of another edition of the ben maller show we are in the air everywhere cheek to cheek 
As we dine on a berry blend, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, on the vast and rambunctiously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the sauce aisle as we are serving up awesome sauce or something close to that. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. I'm told that is good. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our headline uh, this says we get saucy. We're going to get saucy on the radio. That's good sauce. Yeah. Saucy, and if you're listening to the podcast later on, saucy pod, saucy pod. All right, so our lead this story is kind of obvious here. Is uh, we talked about it as a rumor, and now it is reality. We start out in the hood in Inglewood, that is where the NFL stadium in Southern California is located, and where Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh, will be driving up as a head coach. Again, in the NFL, now if you didn't see this, somehow you've been out of the the bubble of trust, which is possible. Maybe you have stuff going on. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has agreed to terms. He'll be the new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Show me your lightning bolt! Uh, Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan. Nine seasons. Remember how bad Harbaugh was at the beginning and people were ripping Harbaugh? I was ripping Harbaugh. He was terrible at the start at Michigan. But he ends up leaving after the first national championship since 1997 for that school. And this comes after Jim Harbaugh had flirted with not one but two NFL teams in recent years. A couple years ago, he was hanging out with the Vikings, having a juicy Lucy, was supposedly going to go to Minnesota. And then last minute, he goes back to Ann Arbor. And then last year, Jim Harbaugh was talking to the Denver Broncos. The people at Walmart did not offer offer him enough money. Uh, So uh, that was that. Uh, That was that. And he went back to Michigan. But now, third time's the charm. And just for the record, before I get into the meat of the Maller monologue, this validates roughly 77 Maller monologues that I've done over the years about Jim Harbaugh's going back to the NFL, Jim Harbaugh's going back to the NFL, Jim Harbaugh's going back to the NFL. Over. Yes. Yeah, that's take validation. Yes. Thank you, Jim Harbaugh. I have received what every blowhard and gas bag wants. Take validation. So thank you for that. All right, now as for the Komodo dragon in the room, the Komodo dragon in the room, Harbaugh leaving the NCAA law behind. He's one step ahead of the NCAA rulebook. So the question, what letter grade, what letter grade do you give Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers, that relationship, which has been consummated now as they have agreed to terms to become the new head coach of the Chargers? So what letter grade? Well, we go to the Maller report card in a minute. Uh, We have, though, Michelin Man, Footprints, and Volcanologist. And we will combine all of these things together. Uh-huh. And we are going to make a hokey phrase, which Jim Harbaugh has mastered the art of the hokey phrase uh, over his time at Michigan. So as far as the Maller report card, as you know, I'm negative. I've been called the most negative man here in the overnights. So I'm going to be negative towards Jim Harbaugh. This gets an A+. Is that negative enough for you, an A+. 
for for Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers here. Uh, this is a, uh, a wonderful move. I am Benny Brightside on this one. I am Benny Brightside for many, many reasons. But even before drafting a player, and the Chargers have a high draft pick because they sucked last season, but even before drafting a player or signing a big-name free agent, before doing any of that, what the Chargers have done is won the offseason. Now, you don't get to celebrate a shiny trophy by winning the offseason, but the Chargers are tangibly better today than they were at the end of the regular season, uh, and they'll make some other moves, I'm sure, to add players. Everyone team, Every team adds random, random players, uh, but this is a major upgrade in a very important department, the coaching department, a major upgrade situation. For years we have heard the same mantra when it comes to the Chargers. I'm sure you've heard the same thing. That, well, the Chargers, they, they've got really good players. They've got good groceries there, the Chargers. But even though they have those top-tier ingredients, it, it ends up, really disgusting right it's like cold food it's not cooked all the way through it's disgusting so now they have gone out and hired we'll call him a michelin man a michelin star chef in jim harbaugh to cook up as an artisan in the kitchen a delicious delicioso meal for the chargers and handcrafted year after year now jim harbaugh is also a bit of a looney tune which is good for my purposes because he does silly things. He says silly things, and that makes for good conversation on the radio. We're also going to get Harbaugh versus Harbaugh. It's on the schedule. Ravens and Chargers will play next season. That is what we call a made-for-TV situation. Just add, what do you think, Sunday Night Football, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth, right? Probably. Not Thursday. They'll put that on a Sunday night, the Harbaugh battle, especially with the Ravens in championship weekend. Now, does Jim Harbaugh show up to Baltimore? His brother's coaching the Ravens, right? So does he show up wearing Ravens gear? He's a Chargers coach. It's a little awkward. I saw he was wearing Ravens stuff last week. I don't know. All right, anyway, uh, page two here. Why, why is Jim Harbaugh such a good fit for the Chargers? I'm glad you asked. It's a great question. Thanks for asking. All right, so not only do you have Not only do you have the very mellow fan base that would rather go surfing than worry about added pressure for a head coach. like That's the main reason Brandon Staley lasted two years longer than he should have. There was no pressure. There was no pressure. It took a 60-point beatdown by the Raiders for that to end. Otherwise, Brandon Staley would still be coaching the, the team there. So the fan base, they're just worried about doing whatever they want to do there. They're not worried about putting pressure on the coach or the team to get rid of the coach if the coach is bad. So you got that. But you got to check the footprints. Very important to check the footprints here. You're not exactly following Sasquatch, as we referenced here. Brandon Staley, what is he most famous for? He's most famous for uh, egregiously going for it on fourth down in your own territory. He's also known for the downward-faced uh, downward-facing dog yoga pose, right? I, mean, I get that right. The dolphin yoga pose uh, and all that. So, cowabunga dude. Cowabunga dude. Uh, reckless use of analytics. 
And then you have the curious case of Justin Herbert. Now, this is a pretty good story here because another one of these these narratives that gets regurgitated, and you've heard it, I mean, I'm no different than you. You see the same stuff I see. Maybe I see more, maybe not. I don't know. But the, the storyline's always been Justin Herbert is great, but has no coach. All right, Justin Herbert is great, but has no coach. That's always been the storyline the last couple of years. So is it true that Jim Harbaugh will be a double-edged sword, a double-edged sword for Justin Herbert? And uh, I'm nodding my head. Yes, now, following the theme here, following the theme, you and I, uh, the, the, the narrative of Herbert being great, wonderful, all that good stuff, all that, right? Uh, Justin Herbert's been a stat bandito. He's a poor man's Dakota Prescott. That's the kind of guy he's man, right? Guy chokes in big games, but uh, there, there were four games early in the year where the Chargers had the ball. I think it was by midway of the season. They had, they had four games. I remember I talked about this on the TV show. They had four games where they had possession of the ball, either tied or down by one score, and and they botched it. And Justin Herbert playing quarterback. He could not lead them down the field. Also, an overtime game. Uh, there were there were several close games, and those all went away because Justin Herbert was lacking performance in the pressure. So now, all those empty numbers, if you're not winning, you can't blame Jim Harbaugh. So that excuse is out the window. So it is a double-edged sword. you got a better coach, but now if you continue to ride the vomit comment, then it's on you. It's not on someone else. It's on you. All right, last word here. So what happens to Michigan, the reigning champions of collegiate football, the Michigan Wolverines, as they are left in the dust, as old Tiger broadcaster Ernie Harwell would say, like a house on the side of the road. Uh, Just see you later. Out of here. Goodbye. And so what happens to Michigan? So short term, the A word, agony. This is going to be an agony-like experience for the Michigan football program from champs to chumps short-term. A mass exodus, a mass exodus is on the horizon. It is. Now, how do we know that, right? How do we know that? Uh, Look at what happened at Alabama. Look at all the players that skedaddled away when Nick Saban exited stage right, and you got Harbaugh exiting stage left. So the way they, they work things in college football The transfer portal, I love that term, transfer portal, has opened up for 30 days now. It will open up for 30 days so the Michigan players can get out of of Dodge, get out of Ann Arbor, say goodbye to Rob, uh, formerly Rob in Vegas, and get out of there and uh, see you later. I'm Gonzo. I'm going to go to somewhere else. So 30 days to enter the transfer portal. Now we're hearing, if the rumors overnight are true, that Sharon Moore – the offensive line coach and the uh, offensive coordinator is going to take over as the coach, not official, official, but that's the word we're hearing that he's going to become the head coach, and that's likely going to be announced like later when the sun comes up on, on Thursday. That announcement will come down. And uh, I, I have nothing against him. I know he filled in for Harbaugh uh, during the season when Harbaugh was suspended and all that, so uh, seems like a nice enough guy. Uh, he's going to need divine intervention. Uh, good luck with the players taking off to other places. And so that said... The way I analyze the Michigan football program, uh, it's the way a a volcanologist would examine a volcano. So they exploded with molten lava this past year, Michigan football. 
But now with Harbaugh gone and the transfer portal, they will become a dormant volcano. I don't know if you've been reading the story the last couple of weeks about what's going on I think in Iceland, where there's been a bunch of dormant volcanoes that have gone kaboom. But they lay dormant for a long time. So Michigan football will go back, 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 back down. And this is great news for The Ohio State University as they will be the beneficiary of this and they will go back up. So that means that's short term, right? Michigan will go down for a little bit and then they'll, I guess, volcanologists say the volcanoes that are dormant are still considered active because they could erupt. Down the line, Michigan's a blue blood program. They will rise again. They will rise again in the mutton state. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's introduce our combatants for this game, and then we'll get to the game. We say hello to Jed, who fled in the Sunshine State. Hello, Jed, who fled. Do you have sports action withdrawals, loneliness, and nerving at hours? Oh, Big Ben Mallard gets a sports action fix that he's definitely 18. Are you trying to make a future? Hey, the Battle open? Bush has made every type of promotional media uh, for the Midnight Show. We've never had a late night, uh, you know, girls infomercial. You call? Yes, that's very bold of the imaging department to do a phone sex like open to the show. That's a bold open. Big I didn't board. have that on. I did not have that on my big board. Anyway, who cares? Who do you want to partner with on the show? Big board, all right. What? It's a big board. It's a, it's a metaphor. Dude. Go to the next guy. Right. Now, who do you want to partner with on the game? Are you called to play the game? Oh, oh Justin Cooper. I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. You play with Cooper Loop. And we have uh, Joe in Kansas City. If I make sure I punch up the right number, that would be Joe. I punched up the right number. Hello, Joe. Hey, Ben. How's it going? Welcome to the show, Joe. How's everything in Kansas City? Couldn't be better unless I had a basket full of uh, those Ben Maller chicken fingers. That's right. Thank you very much. And I, I don't know where else to watch the AFC Championship game in Kansas City than with a plate of Ben Maller chicken fingers at the landing there. That's where you got to go. You get the fries. You get the chicken fingers. All right, anyway, who do you want to partner up with, Joe? I want to win, Ben. We're in it to win it, Joe. We're in it to win it. All right, hold on a sec. And uh, what are the categories? Quickly, Coop, let's uh, let's do that. You have the board. I do not have the board. And what are the categories here? This is Mallard's Mountain of Money, the Steve Perry edition. He turned 75 years old yeah, yesterday. Happy birthday. Yes. Uh, the categories are Any Way You Want It, Don't Stop Believing, Separate Ways, and You Better Wait. Jed, which category would you like? You Better Wait. Okay. All right. Wait. What about you, Joe? Any way you want it. Any way you want it. Very good. All right, everyone, hold on. We will have. That's the way you lose it. Okay. We'll have Maller's Mountain of Money in its entirety. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, <laughs> Maller's Mountain of Money. Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And away we go. The game is already set up. Let's play the game right now. It's Mallers Mountain of Money, the Steve Perry what edition. What a terrible journey, Tom. What a terrible journey, Joseph. All the bummer. You hear the trunk ramblings of Jed who fled, who's on the air. All right, Koopa Loop, you're up with Jed who fled. Which category do you guys have? Is it? The... Uh, we have the You Better Wait category. You Better Wait. All right, very good. We'll put 45 seconds on the clock. We need first and last name. You're on your way and go. Quarterback from the Packers. He's now on the Jets. Aaron Rodgers. The Beard. James Harden. Uh, Grocery store quarterback. Went on to the Rams. Yes. Uh, The Iron Horse for the Yankees. Blue Gary. Yes. Uh, this guy was a slugger for the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Got punched in the face by Rugnet Odor. Jose Bautista? Yes. Um, this guy went crazy for the Knicks. Uh, Asian player. Jeremy Lamb. Yes. Uh, this guy was a backup quarterback most of his career, but he won the NFL MVP uh, stepping in for Johnny Unitas with the Colts way back in the 60s. Why Tittle? No. 
Um, that was not a bad guess. Well, I did not get the hundred point question. I hate when that happened. Earl Morrill, Earl the great Morrill. Earl Morrill, yes. but two hundred and forty points. Well done. You know he had seven touchdowns and seven interceptions, and but was credited as the winning quarterback for all those uh, games when he took over. Oh anyway. my God, I do not know that. <laughs> Joe, are you are you ready, Joe? Yeah. All right. What's our category here, Coop? Um, you you don't even remember. No, I don't. Any Joe. way you want it, I think. <laughs> Which one? No, that's you... right. That's right. You said any way you want it, right, Joe? Joe. Oh boy. Yep. And I'm the one that does drugs. Joe, are you there, Joe? Yes, yes, I'm here. Any way you want it. All right, any way you want it. Very good. We'll put 45 seconds on the clock. We're on our way and uh, go. Uh, uh, the uh, the unibrow for the Lakers, the the center. All right. Uh, he plays for the Pelicans. Uh, steroid guy from the Seattle Mariners. He went to the Rangers and then the Yankees. Uh, A-Rod? What's his real name? Aaron Rodriguez. No. Alex Rodriguez. That's right. Yes. Uh, Heisman Trophy winner as a defensive player at Michigan. He played for the Raiders in the NFL. Uh, uh, he's crazy. Uh, that he doesn't really, like that doesn't really help. Uh, how about a, a Big Ten player at Indiana? He played in the NFL. He was a quarterback in college. was a wide receiver in the NFL slash court. Mm. Oh, my God. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> That was awesome. Great clues by Ben as well. Uh, 20 points. Uh, uh, you, know, you didn't even know who Anthony didn't Davis was. Didn't know Anthony was. Davis. Didn't know Charles know. Woodson. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Antoine yeah. Randall L. was the 100 point that Ben was going for. I mean, no what are we doing there. here, Joe? I mean, no, you know. no, no, we're coming back. We're coming back. Yeah, the good news is you guys can go get to go again. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, very nice. What more questions can you get wrong here? Well, which category? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. We have uh, Don't Stop Believing and Separate Ways. Don't Stop Believing. Okay, I've stopped believing. I got. I'm not gonna lie. I've stopped believing. All right, here we go. These these athletes are nearing the end, but still hoping for their first ring. Are you ready, there, Joe? Let's do it. Okay, 45 seconds of the clock. We're on our way. Uh, this guy was a third. Where's the clock? Third baseman uh, played for Tampa Bay. He was on the Diamondbacks this past year. They got to the World Series, but obviously didn't win it. Same name as an actress. Similar name? No. Uh, there, there you go. We'll take that. Uh, center for the Celtics. He went to Philadelphia. He was in Atlanta. He went back to the Celtics now. Kind of an average big man. No. Uh, all, the NBA sucks. All pro defensive back for the Arizona Cardinals. He went to the Vikings. I think he was on the Steelers last year. Defensive player. Uh, Watt. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Uh, linebacker for the uh, Raiders. He was traded to the Bears. He's now on the Chargers. Great linebacker. Both the Raiders and the Chargers suck. Who cares? I care. We're playing a stupid trivia game. I care. Well, I think you, you called that to play a trivia game. I think yeah. you sort of got the 101. He kind of mumbled it. We'll give it to you. But even with that, it's just 120, and you're not even close. 
Uh, Patrick Peterson, Khalil Mack, Al Horford were some of the clues. I mean, that, do, uh, do we do we get. have like a like a stupid tree and we take contestants out of the stupid tree? We, I don't we, know. We, Coop's do we got, grab? Coop's no, got seriously. Two hundred forty points. Do we grab a branch out of the stupid tree and say, "Okay, you want to run take this branch"? We should. There was no competition. Let's go. That guy was a plant. That guy was a plant. Separate ways. That guy was a plant. These franchise players were eventually traded. Uh, best quarterback of all time before Tom Brady. Joe Montana. The dream for the Rockets. Hakeem Olajuwon. The kid for the Mariners. Mariners. Yeah. Then he went to the 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 Cincinnati. Um. What? You don't even know what the team in Cincinnati is called? Cooper? What? He said something. Did you say it? Yes. Yes. He the, mumbled it. The though. say hey kid. Joe something. Joe DiMaggio? No. <laughs> oh, that. No, it went from the Giants to the Mets. Uh, the, the basket catch. You didn't play for the Chiefs, so that guy Rick wouldn't know who that is. Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're out of time. You didn't run the board the second Man, time. You're a loser. You're a fraud. Just You're awful. a fraud. The guy was a plant, Eddie. The guy was a freaking plant. He came from the stupid tree, Eddie. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at, at first, first listen. listen this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments correspondence and a new sound listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what's up everybody this is stephen a smith host of the stephen a smith show podcast tune in every monday wednesday and friday at the very least as i bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports pop culture business and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.